The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Well, hey there. Welcome to the Como Sports End Zone. I'm Nico Tamarine alongside my co-host here, Najee Moye. Najee? Thanks for joining us. Nico, it's great to be back. I say that every single week, but every <laughs> week is still great to be back. This is an important one, though, huh? This one is um, well, it's divisional. Yeah. And it's stressful. And it's the defending Super Bowl champions, I guess. Right, and that's the point, I guess. You know, you're 3-7. and seven. It is so weird to me how good the Rams looked last year and just how far they've fallen this quickly it's really mind-boggling to me i mean you know the same coach same same more or less coaching staff i mean i was looking at the depth chart i was struggling to pick a player on offense that i recognize a tyler higby i guess was the only one but there's a lot of this is the time of year a lot of teams are hurt they're battling you know a lot of injuries like many other teams are i mean they're the hawks are playing a different rams team this year but that being said they are the defending super bowl champions you have to put some sort of respect on the name you know and that's just it. You know, putting respect on the name, regardless of who's there, because for the Seahawks, uh, this is a little scary. This is something that if you lose, it's three in a row. You go from six and three to six and six. You go from first place by a game and a half to out of first place by a game and a half, potentially depending on how things shake out. And it, just a month ago, it was it felt like almost a shoe in that this team, this Hawks team, would be in the playoffs, and now it's like probably maybe if the playoffs started today they would not be in yeah you know and yeah. it's scary and that's why okay you know any coach you know if everyone went to a press conference and said to pete carroll like you know, why why is this one important we'd say well they're all important and he's not wrong but this one is a little extra important divisional stopping this negative momentum and getting those playoff hopes back on track well i was talking about a parade a couple of weeks ago if you right. listen i was talking about parade and i and you know that can still happen i'm looking at the schedule i mean but it's it's a, it's a tough road I, I think a lot of teams think that their their season starts today you know or starts <laughs> this week you know which is fine but i mean after especially after the last two weeks well i guess last three weeks you know losing the heartbreak again against the raiders I hate that that happened. <laughs> Josh right, Jacobs right. decided to run for a quadrillion yards, you know, and, and then the last play was just a heartbreaker. And then the Germany game, I mean, that's kind of like an outlier almost, you know, but I mean, someone has to win. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Rams have lost five straight. The Hawks lost a couple, two straight. Something has to give. I think this is a good, I think this is a good matchup for the Hawks to get their life together. I agree. And I think when you look at this thing too, there's one common denominator with the games that the Seahawks lost early in the season and, the, and then the ones that we've seen them fall in lately, and it's the defense lacking consistency. The talent hasn't gone anywhere, and maybe some of it's to be expected when you have a lot of new faces, uh, rookies, veterans, otherwise coming together. But I think that that's the one common denominator. I mean, th- the Josh Jacobs performance we saw last week was so reminiscent of that game in October where Taysom Hill just had, like, the day of his life. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so... All met an all-star right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and Pete Carroll said it Monday. He said, it's fixable. It's fixable. And, he, and I think he's right because we've already seen it get fixed. Yeah. But how long does it take to get fixed? 
It's not like I'm talking about like a puppy you just bought or something. You got to fix them. <laughs> but how long does it take to get fixed? I think is the answer to this whole thing of how quickly the Hawks come back is if you do it this week and you're back to seven and five, all's well. You know, all the goals that we know are still in front of this team seem much more attainable. But if you lose, oh man. Oldman is right because I was talking about injuries and I was looking at the depth chart and I, I don't have it right in front of me again right now. But I can tell you that Matthew Stafford is not playing in this game. Right. Um, Aaron Donald is not playing in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at the depth chart and the only receiver I recognized was Van Jefferson. <laughs> sure. Um, and, you know, we obviously know Cooper Cup's been out for a while. And we and they do have Tyler Higby as tight end. But, I mean, they're coming up against John Wolford as the quarterback. And, I mean. Wake Forest All-Star. Go Deacons, first of all. But, I mean. <laughs> but, I mean. If the Hawks lose this game, and anything can happen on any given Sunday, my favorite football movie of all time, by the way, any yeah. given Sunday, anything can happen. This is this is like I said, the not the same Super Bowl Rams team that we're used to seeing. This is a completely different staff. I, and we were talking about running backs. I mean, I don't. Cam Akers is a second string running back, and he's he's starting behind a guy who I honestly can't even think of his it's name. Crazy that he's not starting. It's crazy that he's not starting. But I mean. I can't even think of it. And so what I, I think this will be a good bounce back game for the Hawks because I like I don't I just don't I just don't see another Josh Jacobs type performance. No. And I like Absolutely Tyron not. Williams, the guy who's starting with the Rams, Notre Dame rookie. Right. You know, but I but I don't see him being certainly Josh Jacobs. And I don't obviously. Right. I mean, right. maybe in time. That's not to knock this kid. And he may be very good one day. Right. But I think that you, you just hit a lot of things on the head right there is that. Um, my goodness. I mean, you look at this basically entire <laughs> starting lineup for the Rams. And Nico's it's, laughing right I'll, now, I'll, but it's, it's a struggle bus. I mean, gosh, look at you. Like you said, Van Jefferson. I know Tutu Atwell because he was pretty good in college at Louisville, I believe. Um, Brandon Powell's all right. Uh, ben Skronik. I mean, I just – it's crazy. And it's crazy that to, – to go back to the point at the top of the show here, they've fallen this far and this hard this quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, and I I think I don't really know what the line is. I I think it's less than a touchdown. Seven for the Hawks. It yeah. is seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't that way for all week, but the game is in Los Angeles. That could change things a bit, a bit. But sure. I, I I trust Gino and I trust the offense above all else. Now that being said, the Rams defense, despite their record, has been in the top ten of the the league all year. Right. Um. Again, despite the record, they're dealing with probably the worst offense in the league right now too because of and i i want to put it you know because of all the injuries and all that but i we're going to see points put up in this game i believe not really yeah. from the rams <laughs> i don't know and i think that this is okay this is why this game's so pivotal we just talked about the momentum and things like that right everything we've just said about this rams team is, is spot on mm-hmm. i mean that's why we said it of course it's completely spot on but if you don't beat this team in this condition the condition. That's exactly the it. The circumstances yeah. is is the difference between this year and last and year. And that's what would be scary. I, I I think you and I both think the Hawks will win, but we also thought that last week. Yeah. Um. But if you don't beat the Rams team in this shape with backups all over the place, struggling, three and seven, all that stuff that or three and eight rather, um, whew, I mean, you know, you, but you know, they've got a great coach. They've got a great coach. Of course, staff. They are at home. It's a divisional game. Like I said before, any on any given Sunday, anything can happen in the National Football League. But if it's not a decisive win, I think you kind of have to look at yourself in the mirror a bit. And, if, I, and that's yeah. a far cry from what I was talking about parades you know, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I, st- I still think the Hawks are a playoff team. I do. 
Um, but you got to win to get there. And yeah. and we talked about it before the bye week, how you know ten would be kind of the benchmark. Right. Okay. So six games left. You'd like to have to finish four and two. Yeah. I mean. And and, yeah. and if you're not going to be able to beat the Rams, um, there's not a lot of. I mean, the Jets are playing well. The Chiefs are playing well. And not that you, to your point, anything can happen in the NFL. And that's why you don't look at. Oh boy, that Chiefs game or that Jets game might be a tall task. I can't believe I just said that about the Jets. By the way, shout out Mike Ferrari. But um, you know, I just think that again, if you lose this game, it's an indicative sign that okay, maybe this team isn't quite where we thought they were. I still think they're a very good team. I still think they're a playoff team. I still think they're a team that could win a game or two in the playoffs. Oh, 100%. I just think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think this is one of those things that you know every team in the NFL runs into. Um, but the good ones find a way to bounce back, and the Seahawks have to do that. And if they don't do it this week, well, who's to say that Carolina next week is suddenly some winnable game? Or then you have the Niners here in town on a Thursday night. You know, so it's just there's a lot of different things um, in play with all of that that can be really difficult to overcome. And, you know, I talked about the Niners, uh, the Niners Hawks matchup a couple of weeks ago, and how that could that could be a revenge game for the Hawks. But I mean, if I mean you've got the Rams this week and the Panthers next week. I mean, the you need to get to a point in the season where you need to win the winnable games. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, the winnable games you need to stack wins up at some point. And we look at the rest of the NFC, uh, the playoff picture. I mean, what we didn't see is the Commanders suddenly having a winning record. Yeah, you know, looking good suddenly. Yeah, looking good and suddenly booting the the Hawks kind of out of the playoff position. Put you know, picture currently. I really, I, I just, I really feel like the Hawks have a good chance to win this game. Obviously, but. And, and and the continued win, I think they'll win the next two games. First of all, sure, that sure, would, I, I definitely think so. And I mean, Pete Carroll's a veteran coach, and he he'll get his guys ready. Mm-hmm. ready. I agree with I mean, that, even on the road. Which so say, I mean, SoFi is not Arrowhead, and it's not Buffalo, but I mean, it's a loud stadium. I feel like Los Angeles fans, of Los Angeles, will p- come out for this game. I want to support the defending Super Bowl champions. After well, you think, yeah, you would think so. But I mean, and, and but I, I mean, do Hawks fans travel? Uh, any Hawks fans going to this game? On I mean, LA is not terribly far. No, no, I I, I think um, I think you'll find that, that they travel pretty well, and I think you know being on the road won't be a, a big issue. But and I, like I said, we're playing a very depleted Rams team. Jalen Ramsey is still playing. And there's another person on the Rams team that uh, some people, well, some... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. A lot of Hawks fans recognize that is now on the on the Rams and Bobby Wagner. How weird is it to see him on that other sideline, I think? I mean, it's just like, you know, the Bobby departure, loss, whatever you want to call it, I think maybe even stings for Hawks fans more than the Russell one because for years now – a, the Hawks fans kind of like lamented how Russ had regressed, right. as we're seeing this year. Uh, they lamented how his agent was leaking out all these, oh, I'd play for this team or that team, because he was, that's just what his agent does, and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But Bobby was like as loyal and true a Seahawk as you'll ever see, 
And it's a business decision why he wasn't re-signed. That's, a, that's what it was. It's not any ill will or anything like that. But I think that one hurts. And it's going to be so weird to see him on that other sideline. You know, I have only lived in the city of Seattle for a couple of years. But I, you know, the first game I went to, I just to fit in, I kind of bought a, a lime, an action green. Sorry, I do love that action an green action look. action green Bobby Maybe Wagner not all action green, but I like blue action green Helm, like blue helmets, blue pants, action green. So you don't like the all lime green? That's a little bright. It's it's pretty bright. It's a cool color, but that's a little much. I I, I it's starting to grow on me though. I I didn't love it at first, but it's starting to grow on me though. But what I will say is, I did buy a number fifty four Bobby Wagner jersey because defense wins championships. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, exactly. That'll um, never go out of style. He's a legend. He is a legend, and he's playing. And honestly, I mean, he's on the Rams team. He is playing great this year. He's got three sacks already. I think he's on pace to. Maybe be on the same level as he was with with Seattle. He's got a couple. He's got a lot of tackles. You know, I mean, and he's an integral part to that defense. You know, I mean, with Aaron Donald out, you know, could we see Bobby Wagner meeting up with Geno Smith a lot in the backfield? <laughs> Maybe. Kind of I mean, yeah. like, I mean, and the thing is, he's playing against a lot of the guys that he's played with for a long time. You know, Lockett. You know, Metcalf yeah. for a little while. You know, but it'll be even more special. You know, I know a full season will have gone, but when Bobby comes back here in in the regular season finale, yeah. For, uh, that January eighth game that'll be that'll be really special to see that ovation. Whereas Russ, there was the question of like, will he be booed or will he be cheered? Bobby will be one hundred percent cheered. One hundred percent cheered. And in that last game, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that last game is gonna. I mean, it could have some playoff implications. So, oh god, yeah. I mean, I mean, last game of the year is a divisional game, and I can't stress to you guys enough how important divisional games are and how yeah. almost like. When you when you play a divisional game, the other the team that's not playing particularly well, that's in any case, yeah. will always rise to the occasion. Yeah, to make it a competitive game. Absolutely, and it's because you see the same team twice a year. This is the first team, time these teams have played this year, though. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a little weird that your divisional opponent you're only seeing them for the first time in December, whereas you've already wrapped up your season series with Arizona. Yeah, and and swept them. Yeah, um, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's uh. Interesting in that regard as well. That that they haven't played the Rams yet, and they'll wrap up their series with the Niners in two weeks. But excuse my hiccups. But I think that, um, yeah, I want to I want to do score predictions right now, Nash. I think that I'm nervous after last week. What did I say last week? Thirty to twenty. You said something like that. I, I knew they were going to score in the 30s. That's my only problem. And that's the thing. I knew the Hawks will also score in the 30s. I did not imagine them giving up 40 points. I think this, I, I think this is. I think Seattle wins this one, 28-14. I can see Tyler Lockett just falling down in the end zone. People say that. I, I see on Twitter all the time that Tyler Lockett just will catch a pass and fall down. Yeah. Casually. I see him catching like two touchdowns in this game. That I, was my rep in high school basketball. Yeah. Like other opponents would like flop, to, but not to like get a call, but to make fun of me because I yeah. fell all the time. Oh, man. I remember that. I caught an inbounds pass and like this kid just was like over the top like, whoa, and like flew. Oh, geez. And like at the time I didn't know what he did and like my own teammates were laughing. And I'm like, what is what? And they're like, he's making fun of you. I'm like. Oh, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We, <laughs> and it is funny though. I will say this by the uh, by the other token. If I'm playing basketball in the paint, I'm knocking people down generally. Oh, you have to. I'm playing. Although ni- I'm, you know, five, ten, you know, hundred, whatever. I'm not knocking many people over, but hey, I mean, I'm playing, and I'm about five ten. I'm a little bit over two hundred pounds, and I'm playing nineteen eighty nine style basketball. That's, well, that's the way to play. It's the way to play. I mean, defense wins championships, as I said before. Yes, and in today's game, they don't know how to play that eighty style. Yeah. Not, well, not basketball though. No. no, no, no. Hey, let's um, let's talk about the '80s for a minute here. Yeah. Did you the Seahawks with that announcement last week? They're bringing back 
the throwbacks in 2023. I, now, I I don't think it, it and, I, and I know this, it's not to replace the current look. It's to, as we've seen with some of these teams this year, uh, have a different look occasionally. Mm-hmm. The NF, What opened the door for this was the NFL relenting on their previous legislation that you had to wear the same helmet all year. Which was terrible. Yeah, come on. And so the idea that you can wear more than one helmet opens up um, – all sorts of possibilities for what you can do with a uniform. Yeah. And inevitably for the Seahawks, it's going to be a silver helmet in some, they haven't announced that, but you, what else is it going to be? I mean, I can imagine it being anything and I'm, it, we'll see if it's an away Jersey. We'll see if it's the home Jersey. It's gotta be the, the Royal blue silver helmets with those green stripes, right? Because the NFL has done, it has allowed teams to do this twice a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, as speaking as a Giants fan, this coming week against the Commanders, we're wearing our retro jerseys, the '80s, jer- the Lawrence Taylor jerseys. More yes, like. fantastic. And those jerseys. are great jerseys. Yes, and I am very, very excited to see the 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 the, the lighter blue, the silver, the silver helmets. Yes, the, the very bright, and we'll see how Lumen Field will transform because a lot of teams we've seen this year will transform the whole entire look in the stadium, all their you know, um, all their like programming will just be all that era. You know, I think the Patriots, They on Thursday night we saw with the Patriot, I forgot his name, Patriot Pat or something like that. Oh, at, yeah, yeah, At the beginning. Of, in That's the a cool of the helmet, field. though. It's, it's a cool look. helmet, and I, love, and I love that red, too. But we'll see, and I'm excited to see how Lumenfield will transform with that lighter green, that lighter blue, you know, the less, yeah. the less millennial Oh, I can't wait to see it. it. It's going to be so cool. Like, I I'm, like Action Green with Navy. I think it looks good. Yeah. Um. But I think even a slight modernization of that look you're describing that we yeah. saw in the 80s and 90s will look really cool. Yeah, no, definitely. I, one thing I talk about the Giants a lot, but I'm going to continue to That's do okay. so, is on the back of our um, – and I, I bought one um, – throwback jerseys it says once a giant always a giant nice. on the top of the collar so we'll see we'll see little trinkets like that little 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 nods like that and i i love seeing things like that and i'm excited to see and a lot of fans wanted it to happen this past year right. i know i did because a lot of teams kind of i think maybe about 10 yeah teams. and not everybody did a retro like yeah the, you know the extra helmet yeah and yeah. I, you know which one i hate which one is that the white Bengals one like what are they like you, snow tigers you or don't something? like that one no i think it's stupid it's interesting because that's one of my favorites. <laughs> that's funny. Like I mean, and, I and like it, I like the one the Jets put on the other day. I thought that was cool. The all black is cool. That was cool on a rainy day. It depends. Uh, it depends yeah, on sure. Like, I like the yeah. Texans with the red helmet. Yeah, you know, I think certain things like that. Um, you I, know, it's the just, red the red helmet with the Texans work. Yeah. I think, but I think a lot of fans because you know, a lot of Hawks fans really. I mean. They've never seen jerseys like these in person. Yeah. Especially ones that are around my age, honestly. I wouldn't even mind seeing, you know, listen, I hope they have a throwback look. But even that current kind of more modern, quicker, for lack of a term, looking Seahawk. An angrier bird. Yeah, angrier bird. An angrier bird. Angrier, uh, yes. Angrier Seahawk. Um, That'd be interesting. With a silver helmet, though. Yeah, with the and green that they, that on they it. could wear on the road because they wear silver pants and stuff like that. And yeah, and even with the the blue jersey, I think that would look really cool. You know, I uh, I have I mentioned before I've got a great Cortez Kennedy jersey. Yes, um, with and it's the home jersey and it's it's a great jersey and I wore it to the last game I went to and I was like, this is these are great colors and then yeah, say what you will about the current jerseys, the colors, I like them. Yeah, I but do too. I think it's kind of time. Yeah, and I think they're just synonymous. You know, it's funny. Because the Legion of Boom. Yeah, that's what, and that's what I was just going to say that. They, yeah. They're synonymous with Legion of Boom. They're synonymous with the greatest area of Hawks football. Yeah. So it's like you Wilson. don't want to totally ditch them, but it is also a new era as of this year. Yeah, and they're synonymous and with Russell and he, Wilson, It doesn't too. have to be an overhaul. Yeah. It's something a little bit different. I, 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 I do like it, though, because, I mean, you'll see if you watch a college football game, you'll see 
some teams will just wear something different every single week. Yeah. The NFL is never going to get to that point, although they do allow players you know, to wear like single digit numbers and you know like various other. So yeah, we're, we're slowly getting to that. Well, they're just realizing that they're costing themselves money by not like yeah, like who doesn't want to buy like a number eight Kobe Bryant jersey? I mean, I would. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would hook yeah. me up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be good. And those are, I mean, we may see them in like classic divisional matchups. Too. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like get That'd those cool. old nineties Rams uniforms oh out there. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like with the Navy helmet with like the kind of ugly yellow Ram horn. Ugly yellow. Really? Like In a good way. Like in a, in a, in a, I, yeah, I love, I love those jerseys though. Yeah. That's the what I'm Eric, saying. The Eric like I mean, ones. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like oh. I mean it in like a, in a loving way. Cause oh. I like those uniforms. Lovingly ugly. I don't know how to describe that yellow. Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go with like what looks like my baby's diaper. but Shout out to Dario, first of all. Yeah, he's a year old now. A, a beautiful baby. Oh, thank you. He's going to grow up a Hawks fan, a Mariners fan, a Kraken fan. And he's growing up in a great time of Seattle sports. He is. And that's, that's what's really cool. What I love about it, he is born November 2021. And so he's basically the same age as the Kraken. He's like three weeks younger than the Kraken. There you go. And right above his bed, his crib. Is a custom jersey I ordered last year. It's the white Kraken jersey. Clean. It's got the inaugural patch on it, and it's a you know my our last name Tamurian, with twenty one year he was born the year they started on it, and I just think first of all, I got to make sure he doesn't try to wear it to like middle school and crap because he's gonna ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, and he'll and he will. And it's gonna be a really cool thing for him to have for a long time, and I and that's. Oftentimes when I think about that or when I think about Russell Wilson getting traded or I think about this long-term deal for Julio Rodriguez, I think about how cool. Like, what Julio era? Rodriguez is going to be his Ken Griffey Jr. That's what I'm saying. And I, I told Julio that when I was at his really? press conference when he signed that huge mega deal. I said, you know, Julio, I can't help but think that, you know, my son, who at the time was nine months old. I was like, you know, my nine-month-old son, I can't help but imagine he's going to grow up wanting to wear a 44 jersey yeah great what does that too. mean to you that like literally a generation of sports fans in this city this beautiful city is gonna do that and he loved it he was like oh my god that means everything to me because julio is just the most genuine human being in on the face of the earth not just the athletics world yeah and yeah and i and i, and I look at and the city loves him so much oh my god is he not the best yeah he's so cool and i think that yeah it is a special area you look at the kraken what they're doing right now we are um, I knew they'd be better, but this is just amazing. Second in the West right now. Yeah, and you look at what the Mariners, what they're set up to do. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, you know, a lot of people thought it was going to be a long rebuild for the Hawks, but no, they're already better than they were last year. Oh, and guess what? They're probably going to be – The sky's the limit. sky's the limit. Yeah. They have all these draft picks next year, and they're Thanks, probably going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Or yeah. at least have a good chance to be a playoff team. It's a great era for anybody else who's listening that has a young child – they're going to enjoy it. Yeah. It's not going to be a 20-year drought or anything like that. I can see kids wearing Kenneth Walker the third jerseys. Right. Can't DK I? Metcalf, Metcalf jerseys. You know, Matty Benier's jerseys. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, like, I mean, it's a great time. And I'm, I'm excited that the Kraken are doing well. I, I'm, I always tell people that me and the Kraken are kind of kind of like me and Dar- you and Dario. Or Dario <laughs> yeah. and the Kraken also because kind of the new guys in town, you know. I mean, right. I moved here and about a couple months later we discovered the team will be called the Kraken, you know. And I was like, oh, well, I need to get a jersey. Absolutely, I had Absolutely. to get a jersey. Shout out to my Philip Grubauer jersey. Yeah, I like your Philip Grubauer jersey. I just have I have uh, the custom one for Dario. Sure. And then I have one that's number thirty-two because the Kraken's thirty-two team and it says Kraken on the nameplate. Right. That's a really cool one. Um, yeah. In fact, a good buddy of mine, um, 
he's at our, our affiliate WJLA in DC, Scotty Abraham. My shout, guy. Out, shout out to Scotty. And him and his wife just had their second child, a son the other day. Mm-hmm. But we, Scotty likes the Kraken a lot. And we were texting about that game. It was during the 9 8 game. And then he just like went radio silent on me. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. He yeah. just got busy. It's three hours ahead. Sure. And then, so I like, I, I get sidetracked from that game and, you know, I, I watch a movie, play some Call of Duty, all that stuff. Sure. And then I look at my phone after that, which was like several hours later, and there's a picture of him in the face for him and his wife with a baby. Like, they were, the baby wasn't due for two weeks, but like, that's why he started, I'm going to call it ghosting me just to be funny. That's why he started ghosting me because like, he, his wife called and said she was in labor. So they went to the hospital and they had a beautiful little boy. And so I sent them. The Talk reverse, about breaking news. Yeah. So I sent him the uh, reverse retro jersey, baby sized. Nice. Because I was at the game last night. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So Kraken looks so good lately, man. They like, are fantastic. They've been a fun team to watch. That's just it. Like, I mean, and a new arena, too. A new arena is rocking. You were there last night. this week. Yeah. Last yeah. night. You were there in an the empty arena, but there was a concert going on. Oh yeah, when I was yeah, my live report at uh, six o'clock, no, barely any fans are yet, but there. That's what it is. It's like a rock concert meets a hockey game. The atmosphere is amazing. Yeah, you know they play Lithium by Nirvana every goal, and they cheer, I like it. Let's go crack. Like I get Nico Tamarian's singing debut just now. Oh, you don't want to hear me sing. Man. That was beautiful. But you know, last night though, obviously this is dropping on a Friday. Um, so the Thursday night game, the win over the Capitals. Now, what really jumps out to me about that game, first period, um, TJ Oshie has the big hit on Brandon Tanev. It, was a, it wasn't like dirty, but it wasn't the cleanest hockey play. But it was a little dirty. And instantly, instantly, and I know you saw this, mm-hmm. Yanni Gord, I've been covering that guy for almost 10 years. I covered him through the minors at my last job. Instantly, though, he just throws his gloves off like hey ready to go you're not gonna do that to my team and that's a class move that's a character move and it speaks volumes about this team this wasn't like we're gonna get them back later in this game this was like screw this right away they went at him and i thought that was fantastic i I think the team has inherited a lot of personality from the coach yeah i I mean and haxtell was under fire last year yeah well first year but yeah. yeah people were just we live in a society and i'm gonna go on another rant here where everything needs to happen right this second. I know you know this. Everybody knows this. Instant. Look at – I'll give you a quick example before I get to my actual point. Look at quarterbacks across the NFL, how it's like they have one bad year and it's like, oh, they're done for. I don't think Zach Wilson's done with the Jets. Like, give him, he, he'll be fine. I'm not, maybe he's done with the Jets, but, like, it's because we give up on people too quickly. And, and you see that time and time again. I see it especially with NFL quarterbacks, especially with NFL head coaches. Um, that's just silly, the, how quick the, uh, the coaching turnover can be. It's like, do you really think it's all the coaches' fault? Back to this. My God, Seattle last year was just like so down in the crack. And, and, and not every fan, because there's a lot of great sports fans here. But I'm talking about those social media fans, those ones who even when they win will like reply to your tweet and be like, well, who cares? Well, who cares? They stink. Like, oh, my God. And yeah. for everybody who stayed on that bandwagon, who everybody who rode with them until that season ended on May 1st of last year, even though the hopes of the playoffs were over before 2022 even hit, good for you because you deserve this and it makes this run they're on right now that hopefully lasts for a long time to come that much sweeter. I, I think, and a lot of people see what happened in Vegas on their first year. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like, and Vegas is the only team ahead of us in, in the West. Barely, too. Barely. They want us, you know, kind of like, why Why not us? Why yeah. not us? Yeah. Like, like that Paul Rudd, you know what I mean? Like, who would have thought? You know, 
And those situations are so rare in sports. First year, you get a bunch of, I mean, the, NFL, the NHL basically throws the world at a new franchise. You're right. And, you know, who knows what happens in the first year. But just be patient. That is the most important thing. You were talking about quarterbacks in the league? Yes, yes. We're talking about quarterbacks in the league. We're talking about Geno Smith also. And we talk about Geno Smith and how quickly the the, um, National Football League moves on from quarterbacks. And I can tell you a lot of people, I mean, a lot of teams moved on from Geno Smith. The Giants were one of them. Um, and the Jets, who drafted Geno Smith, was one of them. And he ends up in Seattle, and look at him now. He has not written anyone back. <laughs> <laughs> That's still my favorite. It's one of my favorite things ever. But, I mean, and going back to the Kraken really quick, I mean, I still have yet to go to a game. and that. But I can tell you from everyone I've ever talked to who's gone to a game, who's been anywhere around that arena, anytime a game is letting out or about to start, electric, electric isn't even the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, hockey games are electric, yes. But, I mean, that place is rocking. It is. And it just makes me excited for, I don't know if Adam Silver is listening. <laughs> oh, he better. He is downloading our podcast every week. What are you I'll, talking about? I'll send this directly to him. But the only thing this t- this city is missing is a as an NBA team. Yeah, and I think that, first of all, Without getting into the whole, we could we could talk about that for a whole podcast. Iconic Sonics does a great job with that. Right. Um, shout out to that crew. Um, but you know the big hurdle back when the team left was the arena, and, and well, guess what? That's solved. That's a top flight arena across the street. It's amazing. Yeah, I love that people can be street level and like look at the windows and look down and like be and watching just, a hockey and just game. watch a hockey game. Yeah. And, but you know, and, and and yeah, I think they're. I think that's going. I I almost know that's going to happen. And, and I think that the, the sweet part about that, too, is that it's not like, okay, well, now we got the NHL, so bring the NBA in. This Kraken team is doing some fantastic things. Yeah. I just mentioned the character thing with Yanni Gord. Look at the goalie situation. Philip Grubauer gets hurt. So Martin Jones just starts standing on his head and goes on a hot streak. Oh, then Gruby comes back from injury, and he's playing outstanding He's hockey. also playing outstanding, yeah. And then you've got the, you know, Matty Beneers has just been a revelation since the second he arrived here in Seattle. Um, and you've got the KG vets, you know, you've got the, the fan favorites like the Brandon Tanovs, the Aberleys, the McCanns, the Schwartzes. Right. And this is a special freaking hockey team. It's and and they'll and they I mean, you you saw they fight for each other and they score a lot of recently they we are a high scoring team. And as you mentioned before, just going back to like the, the new generation of Seattle sports, I mean Dyer's gonna grow up with the new Sonics team. Oh yeah. He and he's already got Sonics onesies, but I'll have to get him like Sonic's gear when he's older because he throws out everything stuff. like so quick. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm just excited what the future holds for the Kraken. I know the season's kind of, we're not even halfway done with it yet. No, not I mean you've got 59 games left. It's a long way to go. Yeah, you know keeping up with this streak, kind of how they're going right now, is a little bit difficult. You know, especially in the hockey in the in the NHL. But I don't I don't see why not. I mean, if you score goals, you win. Yeah, that is the long and short of it. You know. Yeah, and if you fight for your teammates, and who doesn't love a good hockey fight? You also win because it just brings people together. Yeah, and I and I think that that the Kraken is one of those logos when you're about and about in Seattle or the or the suburbs or wherever you might be in the greater Pacific Northwest Puget Sound region, whatever you want to call it. The Kraken logo is one that you see. You not just, only you think it's cool as hell, but you're like, like respect. You know, yeah, you know, and like, yeah. and, and that's not a knock on any of the other cool logos we have here in town, like. 
like there's you always like you see somebody in a Seahawks hat like it's cool. Yeah. Like everybody has a Seahawks hat. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of what I'm getting at with that. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I mean, I can tell you when I first bought my Grubauer jersey, I wore it to work one day. I remember. And it happened to be on a on a day that the Kraken were playing a day game. It was a weekend one day, and just everyone go Kraken, go Kraken, really so Kraken. And I'm, I was just, and I've, I've been telling people what's Kraken. I remember the Kraken tweeted what's Kraken once forever ago, and I have never forgotten it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I've never forgotten. And and shout out. I mean, all the pro sports teams here are first class organizations. What I love about the Kraken is that you have an organization that is really, really not just invested in Seattle because where they are, but they've like made it a point to bring hockey to Seattle. Yeah. Tom by Wiki has done so much for the city. His time with the Hawks and Sounders and now this. I mean, that man. Should have a statue outside Clement Pledge Arena. 100%. And, you know, we didn't even mention them. I mean, one of the teams in Seattle that have been bringing consistent championships and playoff appearances to that to Seattle is the Storm. Oh, my God. Consistently. And, and their atmosphere at Clement Pledge is, is next level. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's just a great time to be here, y'all. If y'all haven't, if y'all been out here to, to a Mariners game or a Kraken game or a Hawks game, I know this week's game is in Los Angeles, you know, but stick around, you know. I mean, there's a lot of good football and a lot there of it. Just. Throw a rock. You'll you'll just scream your head off. You know what we got to do in the first week of this podcast in the new year? I mean, we're doing more episodes between now and then, but we have to do, like, our 2023 predictions. Oh. What's going to happen? everything? For everything. Or, like... I see a lot of parades. Yeah, right? I see at least, I, I, I see at least one next year. Okay. For a team. I can't I, say I, who. I, I can... At least, I think that... I mean, it's time. It's time. It's definitely time. I mean, we're ready. If we look at just how the the Mariners the playoff appearance, short as it was, yes. But I mean, even the year before that, just the excitement of trying to get into the playoffs was just next level. You know, the Hawks they didn't they know how to win. Pete Carroll's a professional. He's, oh yeah, he's, he's an all time. You know, and the Kraken on up and up, and the Storm they win consistently. You know, yeah. So I don't know, but it's a great time to be here, y'all. Seriously, it is. I'm just admiring. I got a Sonics jersey. So I was looking at that behind Najee. It's gorgeous. You can't see it. It's it's a mashup. I got it simply Seattle. It's like the look of the 94, 95, and prior to that through the 80s and early 90s. But it's the the mid 90s, like the NBA Finals, Peyton Kemp versus the Bulls colors, where it's that dark green, a little bit of red, a little bit of like yellowish, orangish, whatever. Right, right. So it's kind of a cool little mashup. Um, you know, we're taking this podcast with a little video uh the next few weeks here and you'll see all those jerseys behind Najee. you get to see our handsome faces you you get to see us probably wear the jerseys too because that's like oh, nothing yeah. i mean that's why you're gonna tune in of course of course i mean why else wouldn't why yeah. else would you Find all right takes? yeah i can't wait well Najee, we're gonna do this again next week as always thank goodness um we'll have bowl games to break down we'll have seahawks to talk about we'll have hopefully a crack and win streak that's like at 10 by then it, I mean, <laughs> it could be at the top of the Western Conference by then. You never it's know. very possible. And, um, yeah, it's a fun holiday season, but I also think is it, the overall theme of this show is that, okay, yeah, that we got a must-win game for the Seahawks. And it's not must-win by definition, but it's you know you can observe and see it. But I think it's really just the beginning of a really cool golden era across the world of Seattle sports. I completely agree. I mean, Everyone is on the up and up. Like I mean, looking across the, everyone is on, looking across the, the sports landscape. Everyone is on the up and up, and the city is excited. Yeah. Like I mean, even I, and I think the Mariners kind of kicked that off, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just with I the agree. playoff run, just I mean, just and yes, the long eighteen inning game was a bit of a tragedy. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Fun fact, and this, and then we'll let everybody go. I was standing on the side of the concourse. 
on my phone recording every pitch the Mariners took. Where what ended up being a full game. It could have been, you know, it, it could have been, been a walk off, you know. Ugh. And I was like, oh god, it's okay, yeah. it's okay. You know, we we're retooling, and it's going to be a great year next year. It is. I agree. Yeah. I like the move Jerry Rapoto made. You know, bringing Colton Wong in. Mm-hmm. You trade away Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro, but you know, ultimately those guys were guys that um, you, nobody's expendable. That's a mean term, but like those guys suddenly their roles were diminished by the moves like bringing Teoscar Hernandez and stuff like that in. Sure. So yeah. um, we'll talk more about that as the hot stove keeps going. Um, Najee, I hope you had fun. I had fun. I had fun, Nico. Did you have fun? You had fun. You just I had that. fun. That's, yeah. Thank goodness. And we'll see you next week. All right. Adios, guys. Bye-bye.